The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. <sighs> That's it. The next guy who wants to call me mama better not be wearing diapers. Ugh. Hey, Socks. You look like you could use a drink. Venice! Fuck me, you deliver now? Huh, you wish. Sorry, the booze stays at the bar. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I was actually checking to see if the boss was here. Nah, I wouldn't get anywhere near him. Is there something wrong? Nah, not really. I just wanted to touch base with him, you know? Guy's kind of had his head screwed on a little funny since everything happened. Yeah, sucked for a lot of people. Oh, fuck. I'm I'm so sorry, Socks. I mean, y- you look like you're doing better, right? I I haven't seen you take clients as Polly in... Wow. A while. Eh. Eh? Is that all you have to say? Come on. You're like 4,000 credits an hour and everyone loves seeing you. And it gets you out from behind the counter. I need a change. I... D- <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. People who say that typically do. It's not a big deal. It's just... This ain't exactly exciting. I mean, don't get me wrong. The attention used to be fun, but... I kind of just... am bored, so... Eh. You shake my faith in humanity. I mean, considering the women who walk in here... No, come on. It's nothing like that. I mean, the ladies are always nice to see, and yeah, I still got it. And, you know, trying to find ways of dealing with the dudes, and it's not so bad. I thought maybe if I was making everyone else happy, I'd be... All things considered, I just... Fuck. You know, I don't know, Venice. Then why are you here, Socks? It was something Asa said. He thought it'd be good if I got back into the swing of things, but not hurting people, making them happy. And I guess he's right. I, I like making girls happy, and I don't know, it was kind of fun making dudes happy, as long as I didn't have to, you know, get too close and personal. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit, I don't know. What's the matter with me? Maybe you built it up in your head. What coming back would do. You thought it would fix everything, but it's gonna take time. Yeah. Hey. Why don't I do this? I can see who's working and you could take a longer break. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I don't want people to start thinking they can pay me for listening to them. Ugh. I've already had to tell the boss off for trying to get me a shrink degree. Just... Take your time, Socks. It'll all work out. Yeah, sure it will. Merry fucking Christmas to me. We managed to get through the whole walk down this damn thing without someone causing some shit. I swear, 
people just love having me beat their face in. Roller coaster avoided. There was a roller coaster. I didn't think. Ah, never mind. I was just talking to Zeph about how this place feels like one. You ever ridden a roller coaster? Short of being in an enclosed capsule, gelatinous liquid and velocity do not often go well together. Oh, I wonder if they have that somewheres. Major, I appreciate your ongoing effort to make me feel included, but that is not necessary. Are you kidding me, Kalak? I mean, look at you're just like anyone else. You deserve to have fun, have a family, all sorts of mundane shit. I mean, you know, if you want that. Well, I am pleased to hear that as well. You have gone to great lengths to defend my honor, for lack of a better word. And to think that you see me as an equal. All right, right, all right, all right. You're making me blush. No, it does mean a great deal to me. I am used to being treated unkindly. I have had terrible employers. But you have been extremely kind. You have gone above and beyond. All right, all right, seriously. Just, you know, woo. Just, you're putting it on a little thick there, bud. I have begun to develop feelings for you of a romantic nature. That is not where I uh, expected that sentence to go. <clears throat> oh, I... Mm. Uh, it is not due to your kindness. You are also very attractive, I am sure, by human standards. I mean, how, how exactly would that work? I mean, like, you know, you kind of ooze. Do you, I mean, would you, and could friction work? And then, is that even possible? Well, you know, I mean, I just saw your appendage, so it certainly would be interesting. Um, holy shit, that would be messy. Is it, is it messy? If it disgusts you, then I clearly misread the situation. What? No, I'm not disgusted. Do not bother to explain. You are not under any obligation to be more than cordial to people of other species. No, 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 nothing, nothing like that. I just... I'm a human. And I got human needs. And you're... Uh, paramecium being. And I'm... I'm just trying to work that one out. Forget what I said, Miss Majorino. Don't trouble yourself over it. I thought you were different. We had some sort of a connection. And clearly, I can see that was politeness on your part. Hold the fucking phone. What? Enjoy your patrol. I... What, what the fuck? I just... <sighs> Are you fucking kidding me? I wasn't saying no. You need to stop dwelling. Tommy, we've been nursing the same damn drinks at the same damn club since you got here. And ever since you've been talking about Kumagai, your face just keeps playing the same three expressions over and over again. It's not me. It's this body. She has, like, no poker face. 
God damn it. This body still wants another glass of white. You can blame it on the model all you want, but it means you're still thinking about it. What if Kumagai deserved to come out on top? What if I hadn't made that deal? What if, what if, what if? Come on, it doesn't mean anything, and you know that, boss. Some goddamn boss I am. Everybody talks about me like I just took a vacation, but hey, I'm going to be back on top. Point is, I don't know if I deserve to be on top. I'm a bad guy. I do bad things. And I do it because the kingery is mine, and so I have to protect it. That doesn't make my cause righteous. It makes me desperate. Generals make tough decisions all the time. Whether or not they're right, they have to live with that at night. But there was this guy, my CEO, big tough son of a bitch. Nothing bothered him. And I mean, I saw a lot of shit when I signed up. But man, this guy? There's not enough therapy in the world for what he had to deal with. You going somewhere with this? One of my first times out, I mean, really out there fighting, we were tracking a smuggler we suspected of selling weapons out near the Horseshoe Iron Nebula. Well, my CEO was convinced that we had the right smuggler and the fucking right ship. So when we found it, he gave the order to board it. By the time we got on board, we realized it wasn't weapons he had, but refugees. And when we disabled them, he decided to... To space them. Froze the whole damn lot. How the fuck is this supposed to make me feel better? Jesus, calm your rented tits. I'm getting there. Anyway, we were all torn up about it. I mean, we'd seen lots of shit, but these were civvies. And our CO just kept going. Told us to sweep the vessel, find any intel we couldn't keep moving. Never even blinked. Afterwards, I went and talked to him. I mean, I was pissed. When I asked him why he didn't bother to feel bad, because, you know, I think I'm this big shit kicker who knows more than him. He looked me in the eye and said, why? What an asshole. That's what I said. And the guy laughed. He laughed right in my face. How the hell was I supposed to know, he said. I knew what I knew, and I did what I could with what I had. If I wait for all the intelligence to come in, we'll never fucking move a muscle, so I don't waste time feeling bad over my decisions. Well, that totally threw me. I never thought of that. I mean, I was a grunt. I followed orders. Turns out, the son of a bitch was right. Three of the bodies were biobombs. You know, they don't even know they're sick, but the person who paid that smuggler, they knew. The refugees were carriers for Kalima blood boils. If we let them get wherever the smuggler was going, they could have easily killed everyone. My point is this. Sometimes you make decisions and they end up being the right ones for the wrong reasons or the wrong ones for the right reasons. And sometimes decisions don't have a good outcome no matter what you do. But if you go down that path, I'm telling you, you're going to second guess yourself so badly that people take the things and the people you care about right out from under you. You need two things to be a good leader. Conviction and ego. You certainly got the latter and I've heard you have the former. I'd love to talk more, but Dawkins here. I've been dying for a chance to go on a date. And you're depressing when you're like this. Well, gee, I'm so fucking happy I gave you a job. The point is that you didn't do anything wrong, boss. You did what you could with the information you had, so come on, stop beating yourself up for it. No one likes a martyr. Except religious nuts. 
At least religious people have something else to make them sleep at night. Cassandra, I've been looking for you. Brother William, I thought our meeting wasn't till this afternoon. Though, to be honest, I lost track of time. <laughs> no need to apologize. To lose oneself in the words of Gorlock is the most admirable of causes. I know you spent considerable time studying the texts, learning what we do here, what we aspire to. Yes, but to be fair, it's been easy to do. It's all very engaging, especially all this talk of prophecy. I feel so much more at peace now. Well, prophecy does often give the penitent a sense that all is placed where it should be, and that it will all fall where it should. Considering how troubled your life has been, I imagine this is a welcome change of pace. It is. I've had... I've had lots of time to think about the past. The future. Which is why I wanted to speak with you. I thought that I would just find you now instead of waiting until later. Now, I've been thinking about your proposal, and I agree that the Kingery is desperately in need of Gorlock's wisdom. And I can think of no one better suited for that great task than you, Sister Sandra. Did you say sister? You have spent all your time here devoting yourself to Gorlock. You are as worthy of the title as any of the other brothers and sisters in the temple and across the galaxy. Take this opportunity, Cassandra. Do not squander it. I... I don't know what to say. This is such an honor. You have earned it. Now, prepare for your journey. I've made sure that you and your friends have all the credentials needed to travel and we've booked a transport for you that leaves tomorrow. Take what time you need, and just be sure to visit me before you depart. Ascend to the greater purpose that has been laid before you, Sister Cassandra. Well, how be damned. First, I'm their babysitter, and now I'm being told that we're to take them to the kingery? Calm down, Damon. It's not a big deal. Besides, they're people. They still deserve the opportunities that we've been provided. It's not that I don't understand the magnitude of this decision. They can barely keep themselves together, much less help with your attempt to spread influence all through the kingery. Oh, Damon, stop worrying. Gorlock will provide as long as you are prepared to ascend. Prepared to ascend. <sighs> she has figured out that higher purpose. I hope that crazy bitch knows what she's doing. Okay, so I think that takes care of the hardwired connectivity issues you are having. Oh, damn, RJ ports will do it every time. Are you sure? I mean, I've been trying to connect him to the reticulum for weeks. Well, sometimes you need a hard line. Hey, B, I need you over here. Come over here. Run a systems diagnostic, you tell us if anything seems out of the ordinary. Very well. Systems are operating at nominal capacity. New legs are drawing a power variance of 0.003%. That's minimal. Uh, set a tolerance on your power usage. Well, this is as good a time as any to try this. There's still any number of reasons the hardline won't work. Uh, well, for one thing, he's a complex piece of technology that's not even designed for an RJ84 beta interface. I cannot believe in this era of technology I'm having to physically plug him in. Uh, 
Okay, you brave little toaster. Let's see if this works. EB, scan port A42. Detecting unknown hardware connection. Installing firmware. Oh, great. Now he needs to back up his software first. Tithia? You better have the SOL machines back up and running, or I'm gonna down another bottle of wine and take it out of your pay. What? No, the hell you will? Uh, um, I mean, system's back up and running. Just let me finish up with this and then I'll help you. Uh, boss. What the hell's gotten into you? Oh my god, boss. As in, as in Tommy? Yes. And I hope you now feel thoroughly ashamed of yourself. Because you were hitting on me. Mortified. Look, it was an accident. And the Bonnie model's one of our most popular, so clearly she's attractive. You knew that when you got her, right? So, Hooks, just apologize. And see if you can help the boss into the machines, and I'll monitor the swap from back over here. Shit. Hebe, what the hell was that? Slight power fluctuation. Attempting to compensate. With intolerance. I'm sorry. Am I interrupting something? Yeah, kinda. Tithia! Do you have more important customers who pay your bills that I'm not aware of? Or am I getting paid back for something here? Okay, you know what? <sighs> You're right, boss. I'm sorry. I'm just... I've been fighting with getting Hebe fixed up ever since we got back, and you just happened to come at a terrible time. Sorry for the attitude. Let's go get you fixed up. Thank you. How's it going, Hebe? Our fluctuation has been stabilized. Attempting to establish communication in particular. Ah, shit. Hooks! Can you check the power intake? The damn body swap machine just slowed to a freaking grind. Reticulum connection established. Uh, looks like we're still getting power. Hebe seems to be taking in more than just information. He's drawing power through that RJ84 port. I think it's the... Legs. Which are gone now. Hebe! What in the hell was that? Hebe! Hey, are you still there? Oh, shit, answer me, buddy. How is it that I managed to go from one torn-up lab to another one so quickly? Hebe? Is that you? Hello, Tivia. And yes, seems to be half of me. My... My legs seem to be missing. What's the last thing you remember? You sticking me with that cable. Uh, okay, the bad example. What do you remember before reactivation? Being shouted at by Cassandra Arkell. And then I think she shot me. Ah! Even you're back! Okay, half of you, but still it's you! <laughs> I wouldn't get too close. Um, I seem to still be sparking. Anyone have a spanner? Who cares if you're sparking? Okay, well, clearly you care if you're sparking. But the important thing is that you're connected to the reticulum, and you have all your, you know, memories. That's what she was testy about. You know, we'll get that figured out. The android? I don't really know how many Yeah, well, we were imprisoned by oh your God, sister you. for a while, boss. Tithia and Hebe became friends, and she wasn't too happy when Cass shot him. I got to you as fast as I could, Hooks. Oh, I know. And she does, too. It's it's not personal. It's just um, finding something for herself. 
which is fine. I, I just want her to move forward, not get stuck in the past. Don't we all? The Kingery, Season 8, Episode 7. Talking Heads, same as it ever was. Featuring the voice talents of Renee Christine Jones as Socks, Anna Rodriguez as Venice, M. Sierra Garcia as Major, Jack Koch as Kalok, Brian Reed as Zeph, Melissa Hearn as Allison, Tom Irvine as William Edders, Kristen Bays as Cassandra Arkell, Colin Kelly as Damon, Perry Whittle as Hooks, Catherine Pride as Tithia, Jason R. Wallace as Hebe, and Pete Milan as Tommy Arkell. Written by Catherine Pride. Story by Jeffrey Bridges, with Susan Bridges, Renee Christine Jones, Pete Milan, Catherine Pride, and Perry Whittle. Kingery theme by Tom Stitzer. All other music by Kevin McLeod. Directed by Dave Morgan. Assistant Director Bruce Busby. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2016, Pendant Productions. The Kingery. Created by Jeffrey Bridges, Susan Bridges, Macaulay Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2016, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Morning, Captain. Morning, Cal. Next time on The Kingery. It's clean. How clean? Tommy, it's clean. It's just a building. Believe me, I say it's safe, it's safe. Okay, okay. If you're this nervous about it... I'm not nervous. I'm paranoid. There's a big difference. Well, put your mind at rest. This place gets the Zeph seal of approval. Socks, you're the boss now. You can do what you want. You don't have to take clients, and Debbie only did it when she felt like it. And you certainly don't have to take men if you don't want to. Uh, it's not that bad. Well, you all deserve better than not that bad. They're opening a Gorlockology Center on this planet? Yes, Captain. Great, that's exactly what this rock needs. More religion. Only at PendantAudio.com in the meantime, there's some raisins and cream in the bathroom. Lose a stubble. <laughs>